listening to Keeping It Real with Janine, your guide to living an authentic, healthy life. A podcast about living with more joy, grace, and zip. Being more in your true, authentic self. Having more energy and feeling good physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We also strive to be entertaining as well as educational. We'll be interviewing experts in the field of health and well-being. Sharing with you our knowledge and experience to help you eat better, feel better, do better, and have a more positive outlook on life. Sound good to be true? Maybe possible? Well then... We're back together again. We are. And I hear you have some tools for overcoming stuckness. How about sharing those with us? I would love to. These are really powerful, really simple tools. And I think that at least one or two are going to resonate with your listeners because they are really powerful and they're simple. And I don't know if you're like me, Janine, but I like really simple easy to do tools. You know, I don't want to have to think of like 900 steps. I just want to really get to the heart of what's going on quickly. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, out of my tremendously huge toolkit as a coach, I've picked four and then I'd like to do uh, a dreaming, a visualization, a value-based vision process at the end. I'll, I'll just tell everyone the steps and then they can do them on their own time. Oh, great. Um, yeah, because of course, to get over the D, you know, once we get over that dissatisfaction in, in Beckhart's change formula, we've got to follow up with a value-based vision. And overcoming stuckness requires being passionate about something that is coming, that you're creating, mm-hmm. that you are in positive flow with. And that gets us out of bed in the morning. It certainly does. Yeah, we want to be in that value-based vision and then be taking step after step after step. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share four tools. I actually call them freedom tools. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for many of the listeners, these are going to be a review, but hopefully I will say it a little differently or have some sort of a, a beautiful new metaphor that has them go, oh, I get that in a new way. So that's my intention is to really share these four tools in a way that you know, even the uh, very advanced participants, you know, the enlightened beings that I'm sure there's many of them that are listening, uh, you know, we can all keep fine tuning and keep growing and keep expanding. And in fact, uh, Mary Morrissey, she's one of my uh, mentors in this world. I absolutely adore her. She says there's three T's for transformation. And I, I think this is really helpful as we go into these freedom tools we want to think through these three T's. So may Mm. I share them with you? Yes, please. Okay. So the first one is to tune in. So I'm going to really invite people to listen to these freedom tools and listen for not what you already know, but for what's new and what's valuable Mm -hmm. and really tune into the vibration of what's possible if you implement this on an even deeper, more expanded, more deliberate way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yes. Awesome. Okay, so number one, tune in. Number two, turn up 
the volume. <laughs> and what that means is really playful out and go, whoa, how could I use this tool? What could I do with this? What could I really, really get out of this that is valuable for me? And so this is not just these freedom tools, you know, but it's like the stories and the metaphors and the awarenesses that are linked to them. So I'm going to invite people to really turn up that volume and have their soul speak to them. Hey, this particular tool is for you. She's speaking directly to you, you know, <laughs> and, and really tune into what the soul is saying. Hey, here's an opportunity to not just overcome things, but to become somebody new. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're all striving for. We don't want right. to overcome. We want to become. Absolutely. Yes. And then the third is the transformational willingness. And sometimes we have to lean into that because it's not necessarily comfortable. But that discomfort is the edge of our transformation. So when we lean into that transformational willingness, we're leaning into being willing to be a little uncomfortable. Mm. And that has uh, our soul speak to us again, right? Because our soul is sharing its voice through our longing. And if we know that stuckness is, is an issue for us, then our soul is going to point out you're not willing to transform in this area. Step up your game. This is for you. This is your moment. So uh, being willing to be uncomfortable is, is part of this conversation as well. Mm -hmm. What You know, what so, came to me when, as yeah. you were saying that, is yeah. uh, fear that, that that part of part of that transformational willingness is overcoming fear. Yes, absolutely. And you know, that's what these tools do. They help us overcome that fear. So may I get directly into the tools? Yes, ma'am. Okay, because we're all tuned in, we're tuned up, <laughs> and we're in the transformational willingness. So yes, this is the perfect moment. Great. So Okay, what we've covered so far is a pretty profound brain conversation where we talked about the three levels of mind. And, and that, I think, was uh, quite an insightful conversation. We then talked about Beckhard's change formula and the three very powerful things that are required to overcome our resistance to change. And we also had a really deep conversation on the coach state versus the crash state. Mm -hmm. So as, as we're mm -hmm. entering this, I just want to review the coach state and the crash state. But let me start with crash because okay. when we are constricted, we're in that fear state that you were just talking about and we're not willing to transform. So we contract. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's the C. Right. We react. Mm -hmm. That's the R. We go into analysis paralysis. So this is where the brain goes really, 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 really fast. And we're <laughs> inside of those loops, mm -hmm. those, and, and we're going to speak to the dysfunctional questions and the dysfunctional speech and the dysfunctional vibration that is linked to that. Okay. And that's what these tools help us overcome. Okay. Uh, the S is, of course, we're feeling separate. We feel alone. We feel like that we're the only one with these issues. And the truth is everybody has problems. I don't care how successful somebody <laughs> is. I don't care if you're the Dalai Lama. You know, I don't care if you're Mary Morrissey. I don't care if you're Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith mm, or Les mm -hmm. Brown. You know, everybody has problems. Right. And, you know, you know that you're growing if you have problems because, you know, as soon as you expand yourself and go to the next level, there is somebody new you need to become. And so we've got to move out of our comfort zone into that becoming. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's, I really love the way you put that. Awesome. Okay. And then of course the age is when we're hurting or we're hating what's going on. So if we're in a crash state with another human being, we can really be hating. We can really be hurting. We can be doing that inside of ourselves as well. Right. Okay. And I've of course told you my Annie story about mm -hmm. crashing and burning yes, myself. Yes. myself. 
And of course, so we want to be aware of our crash state and then gently bring us into the coach state. And that's what these tools do. These four very powerful tools bring us into the coach state. And the coach acronym is a, is a really powerful one. Of course, I, as I shared, Robert Diltz is the one that created this. But the C, if, if you, uh, you know, can just recall, mm-hmm. is being centered in yourself, especially in your gut, in your hara. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your power center. The O is being open to your field of awareness, like really opening the field, really opening the space, opening your heart to what's possible. Mm-hmm. The A is attending to what's going on within you and around you mindfully. And this this is going to lead us into the first freedom tool that I'll talk about in a moment. But we've got to attend and notice what's going on. Okay. Okay. Yep. The C is connecting to ourselves and the system around us. And I think one of the really big things that these tools do is they connect us to the infinite that's breathing through us. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. have the gift of life, Janine. You you haven't gifted yourself with that gift of life. There's something breathing through you that's bigger than you, that's operating you. Otherwise, you would be dead. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so that isn't a conscious choice. That's just what's happening. And when we really, really connect to ourselves and then we connect to the infinite field that's breathing us with deep appreciation, we're in this really awesome coach state. You know, what came to me, uh, the visualization yeah. that came to me when you, when you were talking about this is, um, being in a box. Okay. With the lid on. And, and that's, that's our, that's our perspective and what we can see. And, and, and the, the possibilities are all outside of that box. And coach state is like opening the, um, uh, opening the top of the box, all four Ooh. parts, and mm. so that we can move out of the box and we can start to perceive and actually see that there are possibilities out there that we we didn't even know existed. Ooh, I love that metaphor. Thank let's you. Let's take the lid. In fact, let's not just take the lid off the box. Let's get rid of the damn box. What yes. Do you think? <laughs> yes, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> but that's a, that beautiful space where, yeah, we do take off that lid and we realize that there is this infinite energy that's breathing through us. And we really are in a time-space reality where there's infinite possibility. And the key is getting into that energy. And that requires us raising our vibration. And that's what these tools do. Mm, awesome. Awesome. And then the H, so it's it's centered, opened, attending, connected. And then the H is holding, really holding whatever is happening from a state of resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. really, really, really holding that for yourself and holding that for another person, no matter what's going on for them, even if they're in a crash state. You know, we like to be around people who are in coach states, but when you can hold a coach state for somebody that's in a crash state, you are a hero. You are a great provider of, of brilliance. And of course, coaches naturally do this. That, that, that's what they're being paid for in that moment is to hold the space for another. But the bigger uh, opportunity is to do that when someone you really, really love is really, really mad at you or they're having an absolute breakdown and, and crash and burn, can you hold that space for them? And that's what these these tools provide for us. Okay, so here's what I'm hearing. Tell me if I'm correct. So that rather than bringing your energy level down to the uh, the state that the person who is crashing is in, you're holding your level, your energy at a higher state to help to bring them up to that state. 
Beautifully said. Okay. Beautifully said. Do you remember uh, David Hawking's map of consciousness? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a powerful, powerful, powerful tool. And as you know, I'll, I'll just go into this and then I'm going to go into the four freedom tools, but you just brought up something so powerful. As you know, David Hawking's wrote the book Power Versus Force. And if, if your listeners haven't read it, I would highly recommend at least uh, getting the summary um, articles that are online about this incredible body of work, if not read the entire book, because it's amazing. But basically what it's saying is that, you know, you can actually tell where somebody is vibrating by muscle testing them. And so the lowest vibration is shame, which is 20 on a scale of one to a thousand. Okay. It's a very, very, very low vibration. So somebody is in shame, And you want to show them compassion and you decide that you're going to enter into that shameful state with them. Okay. You're obviously not helping them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You, you want to, with compassion, very gently have rapport with the truth of who they are, which is not their ego that's in shame because it's really only the ego that can go into shame. Your higher self and your soul don't go into those vibrations. So you want to really notice that someone is just having an egoic moment and they're shaming and blaming themselves and shaming and blaming others. And you don't want to enter that world with them with compassion, with rapport. And, you know, maybe another time we can do a session on rapport building skills. Mm, That would be great. Mm Because you and I are are coaches. So anyway, that, that just that compassion and that love and that authentic awareness of where this person is at and kind of holding them like a baby bird and just really adoring them, but not entering into that state with them. Because when you hold a baby bird, you're really at the vibration that's much, 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 much higher, perhaps even the vibration of love, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. 500. That's way above the line. The, the baseline for humanity is 200. And it, it's actually very interesting. You know, it's, it's, I'll, I'll just quickly go through the order of it because I think it's really interesting to just notice shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire anger, pride. And then when you get to courage, you're finally at 200. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are all the lower energies. And what we want to do is get ourselves way, 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 way above the line because most of humanity is at 200 and below. In fact, 85% of the planet is at 200 and below. But when we get ourselves into the higher energies, you know, 250 is neutrality, just being neutral, just being neutral with your thoughts takes you into much higher energy. So if you're being with somebody who's really in a horrible fear state and you're just being neutral to what's going on and just being there, being a compassionate, loving energy, you are a really high vibration and you're going to be lifting their energy just by being that presence. Does this make sense? Absolutely. And and one of the things that I'm thinking as you're saying that is that when you are in coach position, Mm -hmm. that is, is pretty easy to do. But when you are are part of the drama, um, mm. it's much harder to, to be neutral. It's, it's much more difficult to get into that mindset of neutrality and not you get bet. sucked in. Yes. And that's exactly what these tools are for. They're to help you not get sucked in. Right? Mm-hmm. We, we are a force for good when we're above the line. Now, you know, from time to time we dip below the line and that contrast is important. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like we're a seed that goes deep, deep, deep into mother earth. And there's an opportunity to get out of the darkness by growing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's a growth process. When we catch ourselves below the line, we don't want to shame and blame ourselves. We want to know this is a rich opportunity for me to grow. But let me get myself back home as quickly as possible. 
which is what we talked about, you know, in the, in the first recording. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, just to kind of finish this conversation and then to move into the tools, you know, when we move into acceptance, we're at 350. Reason mm-hmm. is 400. Love is 500. Mm. And this is, this is that beautiful space of unconditional, uh, you know, regard for humanity. It's, it's true love. And then, of course, we move into joy and peace and enlightenment. And the higher we go above the line, the more and more and more power we have. And in fact, the statistics are startling. One person vibrating at 500. Okay, so one person, if you and I do the inner work and we're consistently at the vibration of love, mm-hmm. we counterbalance 750,000 people below oh, 200. Wow, my goodness. It's certainly worth it to uh, pursue this, isn't it? <laughs> Hello, loving thoughts. Goodbye, fear thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you do your inner work and you uh, really apply these, these simple freedom tools and, you know, all the other, I'm sure you've got lots and lots of recordings. So you were mentioning something about a belief process that you had done with one of your other uh, guests, mm-hmm. all of that tremendously powerful work, the more that we work on ourselves, the more we are a gift to humanity. And it, it's, it's like we're counterbalancing the collective negativity for mankind. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really incredible. So it's worth it for me to keep doing my work. <laughs> well, and you know, I yes. think especially in this time where there is so much confusion, there's so much negativity out there, violence, um, uncertainty oh gosh, yeah. that it, I think most people and often I also feel like, what can I do as one person? You know, yeah. I, and, and this is something that really every person can do to be of service and, and to really, really help lift the energy of the planet. And, and who knows what kind of a difference on an, on a concrete level that that can make. Wow. Well, let's do that work, shall we? And absolutely, please. Okay. It's really, really exciting. And again, I would refer everyone to the book power versus force and really the, the frame above the line living is mine. That's my language. That's Mm -hmm. not, that's not, um, Hawking's language, but he is inviting humanity to really notice when they're below 200 and adjust as quickly as possible to get above that line, because then we are a gift to all of life. Mm-hmm. Not only do we feel good, we're, we're a gift to all of life. Literally, our vibration is serving the entire planet. So that's the good news. Inspirational. Okay. okay. Inspirational. Okay. <laughs> so freedom tool number one. So simple and yet so profound. And that is to observe your thoughts and notice your feelings. Observe your thoughts and notice your feelings. Okay. Mm -hmm. So everyone here, uh, I'm sure knows, they've heard that your thoughts create your feelings, Mm -hmm. which gives you a particular vibration, right? You're either below the line or above the line with that particular thought. And that vibration leads to a particular action or a particular behavior that's observable. So we move from the inner world to the outer world. Mm -hmm. We can observe that behavior. And then there's a particular result that gets created. And the beginning is in the thought. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling in that lower vibration, if you're below the line, you want to observe your thoughts. Mm -hmm. 
And um, someone like Mary Morrissey, she just calls it, notice what you're noticing. And that's a nice way of putting it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, other spiritual practices will say, you know, have an observer posture or witness posture, or have your coach position watching your state. You know, you can, mm-hmm. you can literally have an external coach who's really, really your higher self or your soul guiding you in, in that expansive energy of, of coach position. So it doesn't matter. You can turn it into a very deep spiritual practice and, and, um, think of it that way, or just think of it really practically. Let me watch my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you willing to do a little exercise with me sure. right now? Yep. Okay. This is pretty cool. And what I'm going to have you do is actually go into your past for a moment. And everybody that's listening, do this exercise because it's really cool. So I'm going to have you do it, Janine, and you don't have to tell us the details. Okay. You'll, we'll just kind of explain the outcome at the end. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to do is I want you to think of three difficult situations from your past that you did not handle well. Okay. You felt terrible. The outcome was devastating and you were embarrassed and humiliated by what happened. You know, so there was regret, anxiety, you know, um, just, it was a horrible outcome. Sorry Mm. to do this to you. No, that's okay. It's actually kind of hard to come up with three. So, um, you don't have to say them out loud. Just write them down. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's give everyone. And it doesn't have to be like a horrible outcome. Does it just a not great outcome. Or a bad well, outcome. I would, you know, I can think of some tragic things that have happened in my life. And so think of the tragedies, think of those really, really, really painful moments. And it's, it's better if, if it was a pretty healthy negative outcome. Okay. Okay. You don't have to associate into it, by the way. I don't want you to feel the feelings because going there isn't what the intention is. We're just observing something. Great. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we're going to switch. And I want you to think of three really difficult situations that you handled really well. Okay. You Mm -hmm. felt great at the end. You were really proud of the outcome and you're like, yes. Good job. I'm amazing. (laughs) You know, you're like metaphysically high-fiving yourself. You just, you feel good. You're like, I did that. I'm so proud of myself. That was so hard, but I did it. Okay. Okay. Okay, so now you're going to step back and be in a neutral position. Mm-hmm. And you're going to evaluate these situations. You're going to give yourself a grade. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. So here's here's how you grade yourself. So it's on a scale from 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. And you're scaling how much you were focused on what you wanted, number one, and how much of it was within your control to do something about. So let me explain this and make it a little clearer. So if you gave Mm. yourself a one, it meant that you were totally focused on what you did not want, right? So I'm I'm thinking of a Mm -hmm. situation that happened with my son and I didn't 
Like I handled it very poorly. Okay. And I was totally focused on what I didn't want. I Mm -hmm. didn't want him to do something. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was focused on what I didn't want. Number one. And number two, I was focused on something outside of me changing. So I wasn't focused on me doing something differently. I was focused on someone else doing something differently. So in this situation that I can think of with Isaiah that I handled really badly, I would give myself a one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So go through the the first three and give yourself a rating on a scale from one to 10. So one is you're focused on what you didn't want and it was outside of your control. 10 would be the exact opposite. You were focused on totally what you wanted that was within your control. Okay. In fact, go, go all the way through all six. So the first three and then the second three and give yourself a rating. Mm, Okay. Okay. So what were the numbers in the first section? Um, I got two twos and a five. Okay. And the second section, um, and eight, a nine and a seven and eight, a nine and a seven. Okay. So what do you notice? Uh, well, where I handled it better, uh, I had more, I felt I had more control. So you felt you had more control and what else did you notice? Um, let's see. I'm drawing a blank right now. Senior moment. <laughs> ah, you're so cute. Well, you were evaluating, you know, how much you were focused on what you wanted. Mm. So your second three mm-hmm. numbers were higher. You were more focused on what you wanted and you were more focused on, you know, what you wanted that was within your control mm-hmm. to do something about. Right. Right. So, you know, the bottom line, I mean, every once in a while, there's there's a number like a five that's right there that it's like, you know, this this situation, I was focused on what I wanted, but I, you know, it's got some sort of a universal spin to the whole thing. But very typically, I have done this exercise all over the world. As you know, I've worked with people in 33 different countries and every single time without exception, the first three numbers are very low. They're typically well under five. And the the second three numbers are typically seven, eights, very often nines and tens. So is what you're saying that um, that the first three are focusing on what you don't want or moving away from what you don't want as opposed to the last three that are more of focusing on what you want or moving towards what you want? Exactly. That's the first part of it. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you want to notice. So, so your thoughts are, you're okay with that part of it. You're much more likely to be successful when you are focused on what you want Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rather than what you don't want. Mm -hmm. I mean, hello. When I did this, I did this exercise probably about, well, I guess I did it in 2002, July, 2002, when I was first working with Dr. Marilyn Atkinson. And when I wrote down, you know, these, these three things in each column and then rated them, my numbers were all ones and they were all tens. And I started laughing hysterically out loud because I just couldn't believe what a stark contrast it was. It was so obvious that I am a dysfunctional mess when I'm focused on what I don't want. 
mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm making negative images in my mind. And it seems so obvious, but it wasn't until I actually looked at my life and I really took examples of when I was successful and when it was, was really a mess. And I, I was, I took myself into dysfunctional chaos. I was without exception, focused on what I didn't want. And the second part is I was focused on someone outside of me changing and being Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the second part. Mm -hmm. You're you're really going to mess things up if you're wanting other people to change. And when you raise your vibration, people will either naturally flow and raise their vibration with you, you know, cause you're, you have this energy. There's the, the universe is a spiral, right? So it's always wanting to become more. They'll either stick around you and, and vibrate higher with you, or they'll be removed from the space because they can't be in that high of a vibration, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, that's kind of one of the scary parts of growing is because sometimes we're scared that we're going to, you know, just vibrate higher than our current situation. And that can be a little scary. And that certainly was for me, you know, my marriage ended very quickly and unexpectedly. And, you know, I was asking some questions from the universe, give me a sign if this is right for me. And I really got a very, very, very clear response. And Mm -hmm. my marriage ended very quickly in a really traumatic, dramatic way. I didn't ask for gentle, (laughs) you know, I just said, show me. And I was shown really clearly. And I was, I was absolutely thrown in a radically different direction than I had paved my 10 year plan to be. And just all of a sudden everything completely changed. And that was very humbling. Mm -hmm. And, and so what's really, really important about this is we are successful when we're focused on what we want and we're focused on what's within our control. So we want to observe our thoughts and notice our feelings. If we're feeling crappy, we're most likely, in fact, we are, I'm not going to say most likely, we are focused on what we don't want. And we're usually focused on someone outside of ourselves. And so we start to feel really crappy, Mm -hmm. but we can bring that energy back into alignment by starting to make pictures and and have feelings around what it is that we do want because thoughts lead to feelings that then lead to behaviors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So did you get that? Absolutely. And, and another way of saying this that I think a lot of people are aware of is that what you put your attention on is where your energy flows. Exactly. Yes. What you put your attention on, you get more of. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what you put your attention on determines what you delete as well, which Mm. is a gift because there is, as you were saying, there is a lot of really painful things happening on the planet right now. And if you really, really attend to them and really, 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 really give them a lot of energy, your vibration is going to crash and burn number one. And number two, you're going to feel horrible. Mm, mm-hmm. So you want to observe your thoughts. You want to notice your feelings. It's absolutely critical part. If you're on a transformational pathway, you don't have a choice. I mean, you're always thinking you can't turn off your thoughts. It, you don't have a choice. You were born in with thoughts. You are a thinker. It's just the bottom line. So we want to take responsibility for our thoughts because that allows us to go into the space of freedom rather than stuckness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know we have limited oh. time. I can go on and on here, but we, we, uh, I think should move on to the next tool. Are you open to that? Absolutely. That was great. Thank you. Okay. Terrific. So obviously, you know, the, the thoughts lead to the feelings that lead to the behavior and behavior is language. 
Okay, we start to speak language. Yeah, so that's something, you know, we start to speak, we're behaving in a certain way, and we're using language in a certain way. Mm. Did that make sense? Okay. So Mm -hmm. freedom number, freedom tool number two, excuse me, is to watch your words. Mm -hmm. Okay, you want to observe the subconscious running through the tape in your mind. Okay, so this is another way of saying, you know, watch your thoughts. But as soon as you start to speak, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not smart enough. This is that tape that is hijacking a lot of people. Now, a lot of people are doing it internally, just thinking, 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 thinking. But you know, there are people that just say it blatantly out loud. Or they're saying, you know, I don't have enough energy. I don't have enough time. I don't have this. Words are like seeds. When you speak something, you give life to what you're saying. Oh, I like that. I haven't heard that before. Words are like seeds. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and the divine, if I can just invite the spiritual conversation, the divine takes the words literally, mm. right? And so it's like planting a seed that's going to grow for you. It's kind of like, you know, the, the divine is always just saying yes, 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 yes to all of your thoughts and then showing you the evidence of it. So you want to plant your seeds wisely, If you continue to say something, eventually it will become a reality. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to let that sink in because even though I need, I need to hear it over and over because I know this, but I still do it. You know, I do too. (laughs) Right. I do too. And so I'm going to give you some tools where we can catch ourselves, but it's, it's really, really, really important that we get that we are planting seeds when we speak. And at some time in the future, we're going to eat that fruit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. That is the bottom line. If you plant an apple seed, you're going to get an apple. You don't plant a mushroom seed and and get an apple. You plant an apple seed. So we've got to be really careful and really, really watch our thoughts. So I'm going to give you a tool. I love this tool. I think it's really helpful. When negative language comes up, and it will because we're human beings, okay? And we've been programmed from a very young age. A lot of it has nothing to do with how smart we are and how amazing we are. We just were taught to ask really bad questions. We were taught to really, you know, play a small game with our language. You know, it's good to be humble. And, you know, and then we got a lot of thought viruses at a very young age, you know, specifically in our imprinting period. So what I would really encourage you to say, if you notice negative language and there's a bad feeling that's starting to come up, Okay. The first thing you can do is kind of go delete, delete, delete. You've probably heard that before. Mm -hmm. Like, just let me delete what I said there. And then say the words up until now, it seems like I haven't been smart enough to do this. A part of me seems to think that. Okay. Do you Mm -hmm. see how, how Mm -hmm. we're just kind of going in there and actually declaring up until now. And it's like, this is a new moment. Mm. It has seemed like, so this is the power of language. It seems like a part of me thinks, not all of you thinks that you're a dysfunctional mess. Just a little (laughs) tiny part of you is showing you an opportunity to grow. Can you repeat that in case people are, are writing that down? 
a tiny part. Do, do you want me to repeat what I just said? Or no, the, 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 the language patterns. Okay, the language, the language yeah. patterns. Up until now, dot, dot, dot. You know, so if I'm saying I, I'm just, you know, I'm not talented enough to do this. You can say up until now, it seems like a part of me thinks I'm not talented enough to do this. Mm-hmm. So up until now, it seems like a part of me thinks. Okay. And then step two is, but I am much more than this. I am much, 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 much more than this. <laughs> I am so much more than this. I am so much more than this moment. I am more than this. I am more than this. And just keep affirming it, mm-hmm. right? Now, sometimes when that happens, the volume on the negative inner dialogue turns up. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in this moment, I actually, I, I learned this tool from Mary Morrissey, and I think it's really cool. There's a whole story that goes to this. Unfortunately, we don't have time, but you know, one of her friends had just bought this beautiful house and there was this negative inner dialogue saying, who do you think you are? You know, this is too big of a house for you. But she really, really, really loved this house. I mean, it was her dream home, but there was this negative inner spin. So what she did in that moment is she, she went through these steps, right? Up until now, I believe that I don't deserve something like this, but I'm much, 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 much more than this. I'm so much more than this. I'm so much more than this. And then when that negative dialogue came in, she stomped her foot <laughs> and she said, excuse me, I interrupt this broadcast with a message from my soul. <laughs> I am a child of God and I deserve to live a life I love. Powerful, hey? Mm. Yeah, I got a little emotional there. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. I interrupt this broadcast with a message from my soul. I am a child of God and I deserve to life, live a life I love. And then you can just start playing with positive affirmation, right? I'm a luminous light being. I have an express infinite potential. I deserve to live a life I love. I am a beautiful energy that's ever becoming its infinite potential. And just kind of go into this rant that's the exact opposite rant of that negative inner dialogue. Mm-hmm. And you just start to play with words and start, you know, look in the mirror and look yourself in the eye and just start to declare your truth. Because that life that is breathing you knows that to be true already. And play with it. It sounds like playing with it's important. Don't don't do it seriously, but play with it. Have a playful, um, upbeat attitude about it. Absolutely. You want to be really, really, really playful with it. Like and just just like pretend you're, you know, this luminous being with a magic wand and you're just you're just having fun with yourself just for the joy of being alive because it feels good. And so this is shifting your vibration. I mean, it's really taking you into a beautiful, infinite place. And you're just playing with language and you're noticing how language impacts your state. Mm -hmm. And you are a child of God and you deserve to live a life you love. So you really want to watch that language, okay? Your words become your reality. So be a prophet, be the prophet of your own life. In fact, there's a really cool story. Uh, I was just at a John D. Martini 
event. Um, I, I love him. He's amazing. I know he is. He's pretty cool. And yeah, he's just, he's such a neat, you know, he's all about the polarity work, which is another tool, but anyway, that's, that's not for right now. He was saying, you know, when he first got started, his role model was Wayne Dyer. And so we walked mm. up to Wayne, he was just a young man and he walked up to Wayne and he said, Wayne, I want to be an international speaker like you. How do I do that? <laughs> and, uh, Wayne said, be a prophet. And he goes, what do you mean? Mm. He goes, just be a prophet of your own life. And he goes, what are you talking about? He said, just start saying I'm an international speaker. <laughs> and John says, but I'm not. That would be lying. He said, no, that's not lying. You are a prophet of your life. And your words become your reality. So just start saying it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's mm-hmm. really powerful. And it goes against all logic. You know, it's like, are you kidding? I can't say that. And this, this whole humility thing comes in and just, you know, all of our training to be humble and speak what's true and what's, what's real right now. You are speaking your life into being. Your words are seeds. Your words are not a tree. Your words are seeds and seeds want to grow. So when you speak something out, you give life to what it is that you're saying. So speak what you want, and it will eventually become your reality. I mean, that's powerful. Very. Wow. Oh, I'm just, I'm processing all of this. This is very good. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So, you know, stand there in the mirror and just speak to yourself, you know, set your timer for three minutes, maybe even set the uh, recording on your phone and just speak your life into being. Just talk about what you really, 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 really want. Create a lot of pictures and a lot of feelings. And just for three minutes, be the prophet of your own life. Record yourself, do it in the mirror and then press pause and, and have this be a practice. Go back and listen to yourself. Listen to, you know, is there a lot of passion? Is there a lot of feeling here? Because these words are seeds. These are seeds and the infinite takes your words literally. So grow your seeds wisely. You know, it's like grass seeks expansion. Grass is always wanting to grow. Trees are always wanting to grow. Grow your life in the most positive direction you could ever imagine. And you're worth it. You deserve it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to say something else about um, language here motivational words, what the words that we use to motivate ourselves are very critical to observe. Okay. Cause we have motivational words of necessity and motivational words of possibility. So you want to mm. look at your patterns mm-hmm. and, and just, just kind of get the hierarchy of, of this noticing. Um, let's just pretend, you know, I realize I should really make a beautiful salad for dinner tonight. Okay. So I could say I should make a salad. Mm-hmm. I have to make a salad. Mm-hmm. I need to make a salad. I must make a salad. <laughs> okay. Or I can say, you know, it's possible to make a salad. I choose to make a salad. Mm-hmm. I decide I'm going to make a salad. I'd love to make a salad. Mm-hmm. Right? And then those powerful words, I am, I nourish myself fully and completely with a salad. I love to make a salad. Right? Mm-hmm. Very, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be fun to make a salad? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be fun? Awesome. I love it. 
wouldn't it be a blast to make a salad? I mean, this is, this is really, really, really powerful stuff. So we want to notice, are we in should and have to and need to and must, okay, which is the modal operators of necessity, which mm-hmm. is typically how our parents spoke to us when we were young. So we've kind of imprinted that and we use that with ourselves to motivate ourselves. But typically we're motivating ourselves as an away from, like, I don't want to feel this ugly energy. And so I have to, I need to, I must, I should, you know, make mm-hmm. this salad. So I, you know, feel better in my body. The salad example isn't really good at this point. No, actually, the there, but. well, no, I think the salad example is good, actually. And I, I think that it would be, uh, it's, it would be a really good exercise because it's something that's so easy for everyone to experiment with feeling like you have to make a salad. Like, yeah. like you're, you're, you're fixing dinner for your family. You're tired. You don't feel that great. I'm, I'm talking about myself half the time. Mm. And, and, you know, oh, I have to make, I got to cut up all those vegetables and I've got to make right. a salad. And then just switch, just pretend like you're in a play and switch and, and play act and mm. say to yourself, Oh, wouldn't it be fun to cut up some peppers and maybe I'll, maybe I'll do them in little slices and mm. maybe I'll, maybe I'll grate the carrots this time. And wouldn't it be fun to just, and see how yes. you feel differently. I'd love to. I want to make a salad with you, honey. <laughs> I know you have those organic vegetables, right? Yeah. So, you know, it, it does. It becomes a lot more fun. And you're just bringing magic in, into the experience because your light moves in the direction of your words. Well, and when you're talking about food, the mm. energy that you're putting into the food that you and your loved ones, friends are eating. Oh, beautifully said. Yes, absolutely. And of course, we want everybody to have an above the line experience. So if we're nurturing that food with this language that is so loving and so generous, it's it's going to be experienced. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's energy. Right. So, okay, I realize how long we've been speaking here, honey. So let's go into freedom tool number three. Okay. Is that okay? Yes. All please. right. So there's close questions and open questions. Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to share is that, you know, if you're hijacked in the moment, you can use really powerful closed questions. And so I would encourage people to write these down. They're really cool. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if you, if you don't use the tool that I just shared, you know, up until now, a part of me thinks it seems like, you know, you can just call yourself out in the moment. So if you notice there's this uh, attitude or there's this um, action or there's this a belief that's in the way in the moment, you can say to yourself, is this resourceful or unresourceful? Mm-hmm. Another word I like to use is, is this useful? Mm, beautiful. A- another question I have is, does this add to my life energy or take away from it? Mm-hmm. All good. Yep. Yeah, all good mm-hmm. ways to say the same thing. Will this move me towards an inspiring future or keep me stuck in the past? Mm, I like that one. See, it's just, we're just calling ourselves out, mm-hmm. you know, on our crash state. Mm-hmm. Is this an act of self-love or self-sabotage? Mm. All good questions. And this one I, I really love. It helps me in the moment. Is this my ego, my higher <laughs> self, or my soul speaking? Okay, because mm-hmm. that just bust through some stuff. 
And in fact, I use that a lot when I'm coaching. It's like, hey, we can coach on a lot of levels today. Would you like to coach your ego, your higher self, or your soul? (laughs) (laughs) Guess what the quality of the conversation is, you know? It really up-levels the game quickly. Although I'm not sure the soul needs a whole lot of coaching. It's probably the ego that really needs it badly. (laughs) Well, yes, but, you know, the ego is going to speak seeds of dysfunction into being or Mm -hmm. just, you know, surface Mm -hmm. level, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was very cute. Okay, so freedom tool number four mm-hmm. is to use open-ended questions powerfully. Okay, now because of time, I'm actually going to um, make this a little shorter. I was going to tease out five different levels of questions that have particular vibrations. But what I'm going to do is just give you the lowest level question and the highest level question. Okay. For right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then if, if you want to have me back, I can go into this tool very deeply because it's about an hour long conversation mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. really, really deep into all these five levels of questions. But okay. just so that you get the flavor of it, a lot of people are in those very dysfunctional questions, you know, like, how come I'm always stuck? You know, why do I keep repeating the same mistakes? Why, why is my life so challenging? Her life is so great and his life is so great. You know, mm-hmm. why is it so hard for me to get what I want? Um, help me out. You, you know, no, yeah, I, I'm sure. <laughs> why do I feel so alone? Yeah. Why do I keep doing the same thing over and over again? Yeah. How come I'm the only one that doesn't seem to accomplish anything? Why is my passion so low? Mm -hmm. Right. So obviously these questions are stopping you from living a life that you love. And and most of them are, are started with the word why, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and so we want to notice that why to the past is dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. It never works. It doesn't work with you and it doesn't work with other people. If you say to someone, why are you late? It just brings up rationalization, justification. It doesn't move the needle forward. It actually lowers vibration. It never raises vibration. Mm, okay. Interesting. I thought of it that way. Yeah, it, it, it lowers it because it creates these auditory loops where we're focused on what went wrong and we're in explanation, justification, rationalization. And when someone asks you, why are you late? You typically feel like total crap and then mm-hmm. you're explaining it. And it's just, it doesn't lead to any sort of transformation. It's stripping away your manifestation powers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Important. Yes, yes. So I'm just going to do the very quick version here. Mm -hmm. What we want to do is we want to shift that and use skyrocketing questions that can really raise our vibration. Okay. Okay. Because like I said, your words are always planting seeds. So if I said something like, how come I'm always stuck? Mm -hmm. I'm planting the seed of stuckness (laughs) and I'm asking the universe to show me all the ways that I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. Because the universe is always saying yes, 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 yes to all of your thoughts and your all of your feelings. So you're just getting more stuckness. Now, the rational mind says, yeah, but I'm trying to figure out why I'm stuck. It doesn't work that way. Okay, because it is taken literally and the universe will show you all the ways that you are stuck and you will stay stuck if not lower your vibration. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's the thing. What we want to do is put our attention on what we really, really, really want as if our life was just absolutely beyond our wildest imagination. Okay. Okay. So let's say I'm asking myself the question, why don't I have enough money? Why don't I have enough money? I want you to notice this radical leap in the opposite direction. If I ask myself, 
why do I have more than enough money to get everything and anything I could ever want? Why does the universe love me so much that it puts seven figures in my bank account? Mm-hmm. Do you see how fun this is? I know mm-hmm. it's like, but what this is like, this is like lying and asking a question as if it's like, it, this feels even more phony than the profit thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's, it's, you got to jump in your mind and go, okay, what kind of life do I really want to have? I, and, and project at least three years out, okay? Because when we start to create visions three years out, we overcome our subconscious objections, mm, okay? We can, mm-hmm. we can actually, yeah, when you're doing visualization, don't plan one year out, plan your three-year vision. Interesting. It's really, really, really powerful because we find ways to sabotage one-year visions. It's like, it's like, yeah, but what if my scheduling with my son doesn't work out? And what if this and what if that? Da, 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 da. And it's like, it just seems like too small of a chunk. So go to three years. Okay. And really paint the picture, the clear picture of a life that you would really, really, really love. Okay. Now for me, I'm looking forward to having seven figures in my bank account. So I'm playing with the question, why is it that I have more than enough money to get everything and anything I could ever want? Why is it so simple for me to be such an extraordinary philanthropist and give thousands of dollars away every single year to charities that I love? Mm-hmm. Why is it that I am such a money magnet and money is just constantly flowing into my world and I just feel so abundant and so divinely in joy with all of life. Okay, do you see how fun this is? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like crazy, you know. Why is it so simple for me to live with fun and passion? You know, my girlfriend and I were doing this the other day. She's having troubles with her boyfriend and I taught her this tool and so we were sitting there just enjoying a wonderful evening with, you know, drinks and snacks. And, and we start asking these questions and she starts laughing hysterically and we just keep going on and on and on, but it completely shifted the vibration. It completely shifted her mindset and she couldn't go back into the trauma drama storyline. I mean, it was just impossible. (laughs) Once, once she went into being so playful and so fun with her life, it's like, why am I so deeply, profoundly loved wherever I go? Why is it that communication for me is so simple and so easy? And I'm always above the line in this coach state. And we just, anyway, we were just (laughs) laughing hysterically. And that that was the fun. That sounds like a great game to play with another person or others. I mean, because then you're, you're feeding off of each other's energy and having fun and laughing and, and saying things that may feel almost ridiculous at the time, but you're, you're, you're planting those seeds. But everybody knows we're in the miracle zone. We're planting the seeds. We're being ridiculous. We're, we're aiming for a miraculous life. And it was so cool to just play this game with my friend and then see her complete transformation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, start to write down these questions. You know, why is the universe always giving me what I want? I mean, when, even when I say that, I just, I get giddy, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, I want to giggle because it's like so fun. And notice how I'm training myself to start to look for all the ways the universe is giving me what I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Who am I now that I live in so much ease and joy and glory? <laughs> anyway, I'll let you play with it, but it's 
fun. Well, and, and I think it's important to remember that these are questions that you're asking that you're not expecting an answer. You're just asking open-ended questions. And you're letting the universe show you all the ways that it's true. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the fun. Another, yes. another way that I like to do this is, um, is just, is just to ask like, what would it look like? If I had seven figures in my bank account, how would I feel? How would I feel differently? How, how would, how would other people feel about me? How would, how would I look different? How would I act different? And, and, and work in, in that realm too. Very, very powerful. So, you know, when you decide to have me back, I mm-hmm. will share the five levels because you were speaking to a combination of level three and level four right there, ah, which is okay. really powerful. Those are super powerful coaching questions. They're awesome. And especially when we're doing them in relationship, you know, this is why having a coach in your corner is so, so, so powerful because when somebody holds the space and they're asking you those powerful questions, you are in that transformational energy. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's so much easier to stay in the flow of that positive energy and not get hijacked by, you know, your gremlins. And then the coach is going to help you get past those gremlins anyway, because that's their job. Mm -hmm. So that's why coaching is so powerful. But what I did here is I showed you the dysfunctional why questions into the transformational skyrocketing why questions. They're still why questions, Mm -hmm. but they're there to raise your vibration and have the universe show you the answers to the questions that are serving a life that you really, 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 really love. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So the kinds of questions that I, I was referring to then are, um, like a, a, a part of what you're talking about is just a different, a different level. Yeah. So, okay. I'll just tell you the five levels and then, um, okay. like I said, it would be really good for, for me to come back and oh, yeah. describe all these. No, but, so the first level is drama questions. And that's what I was just telling you was the drama questions. Okay. Like, why am I stuck? Why do I keep repeating the same mistakes? How blah, come blah, life is blah, so blah, challenging? Blah, for, yeah. blah, blah, Why <laughs> negative energy, shaming, blaming, complaining. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. who's to blame? What's wrong here? Did that. So, you know, most people hang out in those questions all day long. And I even catch myself asking those questions, Janine, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's just, especially with my kids, it's like, why did you throw that on the floor? (laughs) I know what I'm going to elicit, you know, I know. And I know how I'm feeling in that moment. And I know what I'm going to bring out in my child, but I still do it. And so I'm catching myself and coming home to myself quicker, but we still can go there. The key is Mm -hmm. to witness it. Mm -hmm. Okay. The second one is fact-based questions. So we move from why into how, and instead of saying, why did you do it? You know, like, why were you late? You can say, how did you create yourself to be late? So Mm -hmm. at least we're getting to the structure. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's more to that, but Mm -hmm. That's, you know, but then there can be a radical shift where we move into choice. So this is level three. And it's kind of like in this situation, who do I choose to be? Mm. And you really focus on your identity and your awareness of, of who you're choosing to become and why it's so deeply important to you. And so that is, is a radical lift above the line. Okay. That's level three. Mm -hmm. Level four is opportunity. So it's like, how is this an opportunity? How is this a gift in my life? And, you know, how is it that the universe is unfolding this for me? You know, because there's, there's, you know, the trees grow and, you know, the sun rises and the sun sets. There's a natural flow to this. So what is the flow of my becoming through this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, what I just did was the miracle question. So I can go into a lot more detail around this in the future if you would like. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I would like to do that. And also, I'd like to talk about the four gremlins. 
Oh, yes, absolutely. So, um, okay, honey, we have to pause here. My son is knocking on the door. Okay. I, I sent him a text message saying, walk home. <laughs> so even though it's <laughs> snowing, I knew we were going late. So, oh, it's good just, for him. And then I, I want to give the process to you really quick just to complete this, okay? Okay. So just... Okay, so those are the four tools. Uh, as I share, the first one: observe your thoughts and notice your feelings. Are you in a crash state? Or are you in a coach state? And really notice that if you focus on what you want, that's within your control. You are a powerhouse. You're going to create awesome results even in difficult situations. And if you focus on what you don't want and you focus on the outer world changing, that's when you know train wrecks in life happen. So we want to observe our thoughts and notice our feelings and keep that above the line state of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Freedom tool number two. Do you remember what it is? Uh, well, I wrote it down. <laughs> Watch your words. Observe the subconscious. Yes. Okay. Watching your words. We want to observe that subconscious running that tape through our mind. Mm, telling us, you know, you're not good enough. Yeah, the loop. <laughs> that auditory loop that we were talking about. So we want to stop those moments. So when you notice yourself in negative language or you start to feel that, sometimes we don't realize what we're saying to ourselves. We just notice that we start to feel like crap. Mm, Okay. mm -hmm. In that moment, notice what you're thinking. So this goes back to tool number one and then use those, those beautiful language uh, structures. These are very Milton Erickson, you know, Mm -hmm, up until mm -hmm. now, I've thought that I'm not good enough. A part of me thinks I'm not good enough. It seems like there's a tiny little part of me that thinks I'm not good enough, but I am much, 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 much more than that. And that interrupting this broadcast from a message or (laughs) as a message from my soul, I'm a child of God and I deserve to live a life I love. So that that's really powerful in the moment, you know, we're just calling it out. And we can also call it out with freedom tool number three, which is using those powerful closed questions to skyrocket our vibration. Mm-hmm. And it, it just turns us, you know, above the line rather than below the line. So those are really powerful. You know, is this my ego, my higher self or my soul speaking? That's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that too. Yeah. And then the fourth freedom tool is to really notice uh, those drama questions that we're asking that that get us stuck mm-hmm. and bring those why-based questions that are so dysfunctional into why-based questions that are miracle-oriented and are really playful and are really fun and and really plant the positive seeds for exactly what we would love to create. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one. So, you know, right now you may not know what those miracle questions are, but I would really encourage, you know, for our listeners and and I'm certainly adding to my list of miracle questions. Once you have your vision, so I'm going to give you a value-based vision process that's really powerful. And it's a combination of the tools that I use as a coach. And then I heard a really powerful psychic D Wallace mm. share a few extra things that I have been working with that I, I really want your listeners to benefit from. I think she's really cool what she's been saying here. Mm, thank you. So, um, yeah, once you create your value based vision, then you can go back and write out a bunch of really cool miracle questions that are in alignment with, with your vision, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if it's seven figures that you want in your bank account, why is it so easy and natural for these seven figures to, to flow into my bank account and just stay there? 
year after year after year, right? So whatever mm-hmm. those playful mm-hmm. questions are. Okay. So let's talk about this process. There are three steps. And um, this is something that I would really encourage you to set, you know, maybe two hours aside. And this is, this is like a love affair with yourself. This is mm-hmm. so valuable and so, 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 so important. And once you do this, then do everything you can to stay in the energy, um, ideally three days in a row. But I would encourage you to activate it. Uh, as often as possible, first thing in the morning at the end of your night, you know, it's kind of like a prescription for your soul. So, you know, you know, we go to the doctor, we get a prescription. This Mm -hmm. is like a prescription for your soul. Mm -hmm. So, um, or your higher self who's aligning with your soul, if you want to say it that way, or for your damn ego that needs to get its butt in (laughs) gear. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's get to it. So the first step is to write out your value-based vision. And we talked about going three years into the future. I would encourage a three-year chunk. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, overcomes the objections of the subconscious mind. And what you want to do is you want to write in these areas, the the physical dimension. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your physical body and everything that's happening in the physical world, your emotional relational dimension. So your emotional intelligence, your relationship with yourself, and then your relationship with other people. So your significant other and then all the other friendships and relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. The third is the directional area area. Mm-hmm. And this is your passionate purpose. This is your vocation. And some people separate and write just a financial time, freedom, money conversation. I like to just combine it. So I'm just, here's my direction. Here's my financial direction. Here's my vocational direction. Here's my passionate purpose in action. This is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that powerful, purposeful future that you're creating and all the results linked to it and all the creativity, you know, this is if you're, if you're learning to harp, you know, or you're expanding and, uh, you know, really becoming even better with a harp, for example, mm-hmm. then this, mm-hmm. the, the creativity and the expression is here as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then of course the top quadrant is your spiritual connection quadrant. Just what is your relationship with God? What, and whatever you want to call it, the force you know, love, it doesn't really matter, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Buddha, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's spiritual or if it's really practical, you can even just call it your higher self, whatever, or your a life of meaning, okay. whatever is comfortable for you. But you want to start with, and this is very Bob Proctor, you know, this is really mm. powerful. He said in the, in the movie, The Secret, you start your sentence with, I am so happy and grateful now that dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. You prophesize your physical life. You prophesize your relational, emotional life. You prophesize your directional life. You prophesize your spiritual life. And you want to write it present tense as if it's happening now. And you want to be in the picture. Okay. You want to feel the feelings. So when you say these sentences, you should pull up a very clear picture. Okay, the subconscious speaks in pictures. So you don't just want woo-woo words like, I am um, a magnificent creator. You want very precise words. Mm, mm-hmm. you, you know, like, I weigh such and such an amount. My body feels this way. When I'm wearing my red dress, I feel like this. You know, whatever it is. Like, you want to be very clear, and it should elicit images. Those images are what create the passion. You know, we hear so many people say, you know, I'm just not passionate about anything. I don't really, you know, I'd sort of like that or I'd sort of like this, but I don't feel passionate. The way you become passionate is you rehearse these pictures over and over and over again. And the picture creates a feeling. 
So your visualization must elicit pictures. It's got to be really clear. And if you, if you were to share it with somebody, they would be able to see the same picture you're seeing. Mm. So if it's a dream house, describe the details of your dream house very precisely. Okay. That's a, that's a good point that someone else should be able to visualize what it is you're, you're, you're describing. Exactly. And that's <laughs> the litmus test, you know, so mm-hmm. if you, if you shared it with your partner or with your best friend or something, they should be able to see the same picture that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. So that's how clear you want it to be because if there's, this is the art and science of activation, you know, so the art is with the vision, the vibration is with the science and the vibration part is the feeling. So you want to get yourself into the David Hawking's higher vibrations, mm-hmm. you know, get yourself to the vibration of love. Like you should be so completely, totally in love with this picture. It just couldn't get any better. Now you're not focusing on how, right? Give up the how it doesn't matter. You are just writing the story of a life you would love as right. if it's happening now. Right. Let okay, the universe handle the rest. Exactly. And, uh, you know, many of us have been in that awareness for a long time, let the universe hand, handle, handle the rest. We do have to act, you right. know, obviously, right. like every day and in every way, we've got to be taking, you know, forward movements. You wouldn't have this podcast unless you did something about it, right? Right. I mean, we've got to remember the first steps. Formula, you've got to take right. those first steps. But that value-based vision is the fuel that leads to the first steps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where it gets really juicy. Let me tell you step number two. Okay. Mm-hmm. What you do is you, you take that beautiful vision and you set it aside for a moment. And then you think of someone you really love. Mm-hmm. And if you could give that person anything to bring them more joy, more, more freedom, more compassion, more connection, whatever it is, you know, so for example, you know, when I'm doing this, I would think of my son, Isaiah, mm-hmm. who sometimes doesn't feel connected to people in the way that he would really love. So he, he finds ways to feel separate. Mm, So I would mm -hmm. give him the profound gift of connection and I Mm -hmm. would see him joyfully uh, expressing himself with his friends and and really being in rapport and, and really, you know, understanding their point of view and him being able to express his point of view. And I would really experience that Mm -hmm. and feel the feelings of that connection which is really a love vibration, right? Mm-hmm, it's like a really, mm-hmm. really, really, really powerful energy. Then what I do, once I've activated that, I slowly let Isaiah dissolve and I feel the experience of myself giving that to myself. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what would mm-hmm. the highest connection or the highest level of freedom and relationship, what would that feel like? And I really, really feel that. And I give myself that gift and I dwell in it. And then I bring that feeling. This is, this is the bridge. I bring that feeling into my value-based vision three years into the future. Mm-hmm. The circle so you, comes around. Do, okay. The circle comes around. Do you mm-hmm. see how, like, not only were we writing a life that we really, really, really loved, but then we've, we're giving someone that we really love a gift mm-hmm. energetically, mm-hmm. and then we're giving ourselves that gift. And then it's like we are powerfully energizing our value-based vision and giving it even more uh, gusto, even more juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a word that I'm looking for, but I'm not able to find it. Like we're giving it the, just the activation. It's kind of like, this is the, 
very, very, very powerful skyrocketing energy mm-hmm. that is going to catapult this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and the, the key to this whole thing is that you feel this energy, you know, and you're also saying this or something better, by the mm-hmm. way, you're being really mm-hmm. prescriptive with your, with your value-based vision. And so when you finish all of that, this or something better, this or something better, and you really give that energy, the third step is to say these words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Write these down. Okay. Yep. I accept the positive result of this knowing. Mm, I accept the positive results of this knowing. This knowing. Of this knowing. I accept the positive results of this knowing. Okay. And then as you do that, step number three has a little sub thing. I want you to go in and give your inner child, your little you, Mm -hmm. a hug. Mm-hmm. And just cradle yourself and adore yourself and love yourself and really, 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 really be in that beautiful healing energy mm-hmm. of the little you, the little you. In fact, it's better to, instead of saying your inner child, just say the little you, right? Because okay. there's a lot of association with mm-hmm. healing inner child. This is just loving that inner you, right? Really integrating your God self with, with that inner little you. Okay. And then you're mm-hmm. done. And what, what that does is you are, there's a charge. There's like a chemical shift that happens. Mm-hmm. And the key is you want to keep going back to that incredible value-based vision. You know, you want to keep reading it. In fact, you know, what do they, you, you just took some vitamins, Janine, you, you've got mm-hmm. it timed, you know, at the same time <laughs> you can do your read and experience your value-based vision and best if it's done in the mirror. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the first one you write is probably going to be really long and then you can kind of summarize it a little bit and then just have it in your bathroom. And, you know, when you get up in the morning, just look in the mirror and read it as if it's already done. And, you know, before you go to sleep, when you're brushing your teeth, read it as if it's already done at lunch, read it as if it's already done and just keep activating and activating and activating that energy. Mm-hmm. So that is the process. When you take that process and you keep combining it with these four freedom techniques, I think there's a lot of growth that could happen. What do you think? I absolutely think so. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, it's great. And, um, I mean, I could see, I, I, as you're talking, I was, you know, going into some NLP stuff about how you're visualizing this and all, but we we don't need yeah. to go into that now, but, um, yeah. you know, to just keep it. I mean, my mind is just, what you've done here is awesome. And my mind is just like expanding, you know, from all the, the, all the different things that I know and, Oh, and you could do this and you could do that. And you can, (laughs) well, we can chunk down on all these topics. Like this entire conversation has just kind of been an overview. And if, if we were to get more detailed in each of the topics, it becomes richer. This is why we want to keep learning and growing. You know, life is being created. Every breath we take, we're getting results. You know, Mary says 365 days later, you're going to have results. You know, if you're breathing, you create results. You're not creating results. Maybe you're creating results. Absolutely. So why not design your life rather than just being on default? Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to keep getting results. So why not design rather than, you know, react, you know, be Mm -hmm. proactive rather than reactive, be creative versus being reactive, you know, really have vision versus just living your life according to your paradigm. So 
for me, that's really, really powerful because I'm a magnificent creator and you're a magnificent creator and everybody listening is a magnificent creator. So let's dream big, you know, Mm -hmm. go for something really awesome. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I have so enjoyed speaking with you. I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. Well, I am too, Ray. It's really, um, I'm just so glad we've connected. I think you, you know, you have so much knowledge. You've got so much energy. I've always thought of you as the rah-rah queen. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely, you know, I I have a lot of tools and it's, it's really fun to share them. And I'll be creating a number of products coming up in the near future that just go deeper and further into all this stuff. And cause it's about staying in the connection, Mm -hmm. you know, I, um, I know all these tools and yet I'm still a little girl in kindergarten with them. It's, and I've been using them for over a decade Mm, and mm -hmm. I'm still, you know, getting caught up in, in my conditions and in the trauma and the drama of what's going on, the lower energies. So we're always learning and growing and becoming, and the more we stay in the channel, this is why your podcast is so cool. You're keeping people in the channel. Uh, it's so supportive. So thank you for your beautiful work in the world. Thank you so much for just having such an awesome, engaging conversation. And I think I need to go get my son from school now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. And we will talk again soon. It sounds wonderful. Thank you, my dear. All the best, everyone. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. us all overcome stuckness in our lives. I learned some very useful information. I hope you did too. If you want to review and take notes, the tools start at 18 minutes, 30 seconds. And remember, if you want change, you have to take action and do something different. You can't expect a different outcome if you keep doing the same things over and over. If you would like to contact or learn more about Ray, please go to the podcast website, realjanine.com, for more information and links. Keeping It Real comes out every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. And I would love it if you would take just a moment to rate and review Keeping It Real with Janine. Thanks a bunch, and be well. Be well.